The colors are all so beautiful, I say out loud and the faces around me smile, pleased. There is a man leaning over me, staring intently into my eyes which have just started working for the first time since birth. How do you feel, any headaches or nausea? He has an older, kind face. I recognize his voice as the doctor working with me since I checked into the hospital. He seems to shine as bright as the others. All the faces around me have a kind of luminescence that sends trails of color as they move. I shake my head slowly. No, I'm a little, I pause to think of exactly what this feeling is. I'm excited, but with still a bit of hesitation. I swallow, this is all a little disorientating. The glowing doctor smiles. That is to be expected. Take a few minutes, adjust at your own pace. Your family is here. An older woman comes towards me tentatively, tears on her shining face giving off sparkling effect as she moves. Her steps as light as a bird on a windowsill, the same steps my mother always uses when she's worried. Annabelle, what do you see? She asks. I smile at my mother, each tear a prism of color. I can see you mom. I smile, and she rushes forward, squeezing me into a familiar and comforting hug. Over my mother's shoulder, I notice the woman in the bed next to me. We've talked briefly over the last few days, while I sat bandaged, waiting until I recovered enough from the surgery to test my new eyes. She is going for brain surgery later today. She is pretty, a lean frame and bangs that frame her face. She looks at me and smiles as well at the good news of my sight. But there is something drastically different about her. Shelby, where are all your colors? Mid-hug, my mother stiffens. The doctor gently pulls her back and shines a small penlight in my eyes, flicking it in and out of my field of vision. What do you mean Shelby's not in color? I look closer. Her bed, her sheets, her gown. Everything she touches is a deep gray, as is Shelby herself. She frowns, concern crossing her features. The doctor turns to her. Shelby, would you mind coming over here, please? Shelby slides her legs out of bed and stands, making her way carefully over to me. As the last of the sheet slips from her body to rest back on the bed, the bed turns back to color, although it doesn't have the same shining light as the people in the room. The other doctors standing quietly to the side scribble furiously on their charts. Please Annabelle, the same doctor begins, looking through a handheld device held up to his eye, peering through it at my faulty one. Look carefully at Shelby and tell me if there's still a difference up close. Yes, I answer without hesitation. The room is full of colors. Everyone else in the room is shining. Shelby's form is clear, but she is in black and white. There are no colors. The doctor puts down his instruments and turns back to Shelby. Thank you for your help. You can sit down, the anesthesiologist will be in to prep you soon. Is Anna going to be okay? She asks, sliding back under the covers, draining the color from everything she touches. The doctor turned back to me. Of course. There are a lot of new pathways that need to develop between the eyes and the brain. To be safe, I want to take you to get an MRI and a few other tests done. Just to get a better picture of what's going on. And so began the long series of events I'd become accustomed to during my stay in the hospital. Trips to different parts of the hospitals, filling out the same forms and confirming the same information over and over. I peeked into other rooms as I'm wheeled around different hallways and wings of the hospital during. Some patients were in vibrant color, others in black and white. As the rest of the afternoon slipped away into a string of inconclusive tests, 
they finally brought me back to my room to rest. Shelby was gone, already in surgery. So I settled into my half of the room. I had barely picked up my braille book from the side table when my mother was back in the room, rushing towards my bed. Have you been here the whole time mom? Why don't you go home for a bit? I have some bad news for you, sweetie. Your roommate, Shelby? Her surgery didn't go well. The doctors just came by to let us know she didn't make it. I thought it would be easier if you heard it from me. I blinked back the few tears that spring to my eyes and glanced towards Shelby's now empty bed. I only knew her for a few days, but she was nice and it's difficult when death touches so close. Thank you for telling me mom. I'll be okay. I wouldn't mind a bit of time to myself. Go home, you must be exhausted. My mother smiles weakly, massaging her shoulder and down her left arm. She takes a deep breath, coughs a bit and tries to take another breath, sighing. Maybe you're right. I could use some sleep. As she turns around, the small beads of sweat around her hairline and brow are the first things to change. The rainbow prism of color pulls back into the drops of sweat, taking all the color with them. From the center of her chest outward, the color leaks and drains, until she, too, is only black and white. She's almost out of the room before I yell in terror, no, mom. Stay here in the hospital with me.